Well, hello to all of you leaders who are listening and all of you who are in front of me right now. Appreciate you all a ton and excited about what God is doing in our church. We've been in this time of prayer and fasting, and at this moment, we are at day number 10, and maybe somebody could be listening to this way later, uh, but I don't know about you, but I, I, I am feeling like this is without a doubt a shifting moment in our church family feel like God is without a doubt doing something. And it doesn't surprise me. This is what God does. It's like in the Bible over and over and over and over and over again. And it's surprising when you do what's in the Bible uh, that God continues to show up. And um, so I, I don't necessarily have a leadership talk today, but I just wanted to, to pause and, and make sure we don't miss this moment of what God is doing. And we don't just skim past it. Last week, uh, Rachel did such an amazing job sharing her thoughts. Uh, about, you know, being a friend of God and connecting with God and, and those five steps. And it was so, so life-giving. And, and if you did not hear that, leaders, please go back and listen to it. Because this, this moment, I don't want any of us missing. I don't want us to be so busy and have so many different things going on uh, that we don't. And we have a person next to us that is actually absolutely experiencing revival. And we are like, nothing's going on. What, what, what is that? You know, I was talking to uh, one of our leaders yesterday, and he was just like, man, what, what God has been speaking and what, what's been happening, it's been powerful. I mean, I've even felt so many different things, uh, in, you know, our connect group, and it's been wonderful. And this one guy, he's got this stuff going on. He's responding to messages and connect group, and he's saying all this stuff. I said, man, that's so wonderful. Uh, but I, I don't know if it's always just the communicator that has everything to do with that. I think it's the one receiving that has a lot to do with that. Uh, Jesus said there are four different types of soil and only one of them produces a harvest. And it's possible for the same, for the for people to be sitting in the same room under the same worship, hearing the same preaching, and, and one has the heart ready to receive, and the other one does not have a heart ready to receive, and the one that does not have the heart ready to receive is like, oh, there's nothing in here. There's no anointing here. God's not moving here. And the other one who has ears to hear what the Spirit is saying is growing and developing and producing some 30 and some 60 and some 100-fold, and we want to blame the preacher, but I'm telling you, I'm not good enough. I'm not anointed enough. It has everything to do with our own hearts and what God is doing on the inside of us. And I, if, if we can stay open, we can stay leaned in. I think God wants to continue to do beautiful and significant things. So um, I, I do, though, uh, want to talk for a moment here. I have a couple of scriptures. One is in Exodus chapter 3. And it says here in verse number five, do not come any closer. God said, take off your sandals for the place, or verse number five, yeah, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. And look at this in verse number six. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And this phrase shows up a lot in the Old Testament. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. There's a lot of different beautiful nuances and truths here, but here's the one I just want us to hold on to. It's a thought that I stole and I have not fully developed. I will share it one day in depth, but I stole this from a leader friend of mine, a mentor, uh, Pastor Kevin, 
And he said, think three. Think three. Think three. Think three. God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Think three. God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Think three. And it had to do with the idea behind um, mentoring, discipleship, the gospel continuing on. Think three. That if in the Bible God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, maybe it would be smart for us to begin to think not just me and not just the generation after me, but to think two generations down. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Again, there's a whole talk, and we'll probably do it at some point in time at, at our church family, but when, I, when, when, when we had our youth night last night at our White Rock campus, and I saw what God did, I, I thought I better pause and try to help steward this moment a little bit. Because if not, it could be a really good youth night. And we not carry it from one generation all the way to another. So I, I want us thinking three. I want all, every leader that hears this, everyone in this room, every staff person, somebody who's brand new to the serve team. I want somebody who's 19, somebody who's 29, somebody who's 79. I want us all thinking three. It gives purpose to really old people. <laughs> Because they don't think I'm done. Because they're thinking three. Okay, it's not just my kids. What about my grandkids? It forces you to think, be, oh, God's not done with me yet. It's not because I'm at a certain age that, that I, now I, put, I close the chapter on what God's wanting to do in me. He's still working in me. And then it gives some meaning to the 30-somethings to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not just about my job and my life right now and my thinking three. It just, it just helps kind of frame what am I doing with my time and my prayers and my focus? It even works for teenagers. Instead of them just thinking about themselves, they can begin to think three. Now, right now, their three is, you know, there's just one behind them. But that elementary kid that's looking up to the teenager, I want my son thinking about when he makes decisions, I want him thinking about your little kids. I want to give the teenagers purpose and strength. Every one of us can be thinking three. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is a thing that's, that's tragic. You guys know, know Moses, and you know from Moses, it was passed on to Joshua. And if you go to Judges chapter 2, you will see here, I'll, I'll go to verse, let me go to verse 8. It says, Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. They buried him in the land of yada, 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 yada. Verse number 10, after that whole generation had died, had been gathered to their ancestors, 
another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. It went Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. It went uh, Moses, Joshua. There's no three. He didn't pass it. A whole generation came up behind him. They didn't know God or what God had done. I know sometimes you like to kind of poo-poo on the next generation. Like, oh, the next generation. Oh, they don't get that. They don't get that. And I say, Joshua, what are you doing to ensure that the next generation behind you does not forget the Lord and has no idea about what he's done? We're driving past our new building of periodic, oh, pretty much every day uh, now, and we stretch our hands towards it. We have L in the car with us, who's seven, and L was not uh, a part of our family. She wasn't born yet when we were stretching out our hands and believing for the Town North building. Grayson and Parker were there. I remember them being five years old, six or, you know, six and one, stretching their hands out, asking God for a miracle that we could not afford. Well, I'm so glad God has given us an opportunity because I'm like, L, you got to start. This is what we do, L. This is what we do. We stretch our hands out and we ask God to do something that we don't have the power to do. And one day you're going to be in it. And these miracles are going to be normal for you. Not mundane or you're not going to be numb, but it's going to be like, no, this is what God does. We got to make sure we keep passing it on from God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. And last night, what God did in this room was not just a good youth night. 83 teenagers raised their hand to give their heart to Jesus Christ last night. I, the moment happened after Alexis spoke and she shared who wants to give their heart to Jesus. And when I saw, I felt a shift in the room when the hands went up. It, it was just, I'm just telling you, there's something that God is stirring. So I didn't want us to miss it. I don't think it's an accident that it happened during this time of prayer and fasting. I, I don't think it's an accident that the team has been leaned in the way the team has been uh, leaned in. Uh, again, I don't think the magic number is 83. I just think it's, it just happened to be 83. I don't know if it was 27, if it was 37, if it was 100. I don't, I don't think any of that matters. I just think there was something like holy in that moment that God is doing. Are you thinking three? Are you thinking three? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, who's next? Moses, Joshua, who's next?